Welcome to the Words of Grace podcast. In these podcasts, we seek to clarify, amplify, and apply the Sunday morning sermons at Grace Community Church to our lives as followers of Jesus. From time to time, we're also going to address other topics as it's helpful for us as we consider how to live our faith out in our world. Our desire and our hope is that the Word of God would press into your everyday life. Well, good afternoon. Today is February the 13th, and I'm with Scott Patty for a Words of Grace podcast. Good morning. No, it is afternoon. It is, it is afternoon. Sorry. We right are now at lunchtime. Yes. Yeah. Good to see you, Justin. Good to see you. Yeah. We're, we're, uh, we're recording a day later than we, usual. We are a day later, and so... Um, but we're here, and we'll get this out just like normal. So people won't even know that it's a day late. In That's, their right. Minds, That's right. But we do. We know that. So yeah, it's good to be with you. It is good to be here and good to talk about the book of Isaiah. Mm-hmm. And we were just talking before this. And again, it's it's just I love how the Lord works here at Grace for me personally, because I feel like every sermon series I get in, it's like, okay, now this is my favorite one so far. <laughs> and uh, it's just Isaiah has been so refreshing yeah. for me personally. I hope it's doing that for the congregation, but yeah. there's so many themes that have just been so good, and this one was a great week. So we were in Isaiah 46 this mm-hmm. past Sunday, so give us a little bit. I have some questions, but give us some recap of where we were in 46. Yeah. Well, again, uh, to remind everyone, we're in the in the book of Isaiah. Isaiah wrote the things that we're reading, Isaiah chapter 46. He wrote these things before they happened, so there is a, a bit of of uh, prediction going on here, um, but also in this in this particular chapter, um, the Lord is is contrasting Himself with the pagan idols of, yeah. of Babylon, and the exiles are in Babylon, and the Lord is doing several things, reminding His people of His absolute uniqueness and His sovereignty, mm-hmm. even even in their dire situation of exile. Yeah. He's warning them against taking on. The gods of the of the foreign nations, particularly Babylon, mm-hmm. uh, and then he is promising them that he is going to save them. He is going. God is going to accomplish his purposes, and so that that's that, that's the high view, the the big picture of the um, uh, of the chapter. But in it, there are several parts, and and one part is really interesting. The opening part, right, where uh, Bel and Nebo, the the uh, Babylonian gods, small g, uh, you know, uh, deities that the people thought this is where they were going to be able to understand their future under, and get guidance from, mm-hmm. and would protect them. And the Lord says, well, you know, they're just statues that have to be brought down and put on carts to carry, be carried through the streets mm-hmm. for a festival or carried off into captivity. And they, they really can't save you. In fact, they're just going to burden you down. Mm-hmm. You worship these things, they're going to become a burden to you. You'll be enslaved to them, and they're of no help at all. Mm-hmm. Then he comes right out and says that he himself, the Lord himself, is the one who carries his people. Yeah. He does the forming. You know, think about the language mm-hmm. here. People form idols. God says, no, 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 I do the forming. I formed you. Yeah. I created you. I called you. I yeah. carry you. Um, and, and that contrast carries out through the chapter. Uh, where, but, but again, as it carries out, the Lord makes that, that thundering declaration. Uh, my purposes will be accomplished. Yeah. You know, my, things will go according to my plan. Yeah. I will carry them out. The counsel of my will will be done. And then he says at the end that he will mm-hmm. save his people. Yeah. So 
we we contrast. I mean, in contrast, I'm sorry. We paired that. We we paired that statement with Ephesians one. Yes. Where um, we see that the purposes of God, mm-hmm. the will of God, the counsel of God's will is carried out in the person of Jesus mm-hmm. Christ, as salvation is through Christ. Mm-hmm. So, it, it, all that to say, it, it's a great. Um, it's a great chapter that does a lot of things. It, it, it exposes and ridicules all of our false idols yeah. and idolatry itself. Um, it sets the record straight as to who's sovereign and who's carrying whom. And then it, it, it tells us that, uh, or, or points to the fact that God's purposes are carried out in Christ mm-hmm. and we should trust Him and He saves. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, was, again, great sermon. I, I like what you said too, the, the contrast that you have in those first verses with the idol worshipers and and the burden that they have there mm-hmm. versus the Lord carrying us, you know, we yeah. carrying the idols. And so I kind of want to talk a little bit about that. Okay. I, I loved that those two things side by side. So as we think about the Lord carrying us uh-huh. and, and the Lord, um, you know, taking care of our burden, so to speak, mm-hmm. us spiritually, the thing I, the question I had rattling my head is, is, how can we, um, I, I don't know how to word this necessarily, but make sure that we put ourselves in a position before the Lord in such a way that we are being carried by Him. Okay. Now, I know that is kind of tricky because the Lord's, as you said, His purposes will be accomplished. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, just help us with that. You know, and even, I mean, even Scott, how do we think about this whole idea of Him carrying us both as an individual mm-hmm. and as a body, a his people collectively. So okay. there's a lot of questions in there. So they start talking. <laughs> yeah, there's like four questions in that one. Um, well, I, the thing that comes to my mind as you're asking that uh, is the fact that God is sovereign and God makes a promise that He is. He has made a promise, and uh, He's going to you know back it up by His own name and His own character. Yeah. That God has a people, and He's going to get them where He wants them to be. He's going to get them to the end. Yeah. He's going to get them to the end, the end of the end of His glory, yeah. the glory of His grace. And so, on the one hand, we would say, well, we don't really position ourselves in such a way that God carries us. Yeah. God is going to carry His people. Yeah. Now, in doing that, He will. He does care about who His people are, and do they honor Him? Right. So. When we read about the history of, of, of God's people in the Old Testament, Israel, God's going to carry them, and He says it here, but He's also going to discipline them yeah. when, they, when they don't follow His ways, right. when they're not true to the covenant mm-hmm. as the covenant people, uh, when they dishonor God, when they take on idols. You know, mm-hmm. He will discipline His people, but His disciplines are for purging mm-hmm. to, carry them, to carry His purposes forward through them. Mm-hmm. Um, but then we would also say that each individual um, in, the, in the nation, in the chosen people of God, was still called to obedience. Right. Um, so we can say, you know, in the church today, we can say that, that Christ is going to build his church. Mm-hmm. He, he is going to preserve his church corporately, collectively, his people on earth. Mm-hmm. He's going to get his church and present his church as a pure bride. Right. Uh, spotless, without blame, uh, he's going to do that. And yet, at the same time, each individual who is a member of the body of mm-hmm. Christ or the bride of Christ is called to be faithful to Christ mm-hmm. and to personally, you know, mm-hmm. submit to Christ. So it's 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 all in there. Yeah. And the Lord still disciplines. Yeah. Uh, you know, the Lord is still purging yeah. His people. Yeah. 
Um, and we don't know his. We, we don't know the specifics of his ways, the way he is carrying that out. Um, you know, but we do know that he is doing it. He is he is purifying a people for himself, and uh, he will present us, as I said, without spot or wrinkle at, yeah. at the at the end. So, I don't know if that answered the question or not. No. But I do say I think to your question about how do we do do we put ourselves in the position of being carried by God? I would say. On the one hand, God has promised to carry His people, and He's going to do it, even if He, even as He has to discipline us mm. in doing it. On the other hand, we are absolutely called yeah. to to um, commit ourselves to the Lord, to present ourselves as living sacrifices, to yeah. humble ourselves before right. Him, to cast our cares upon Him right. that He may care for yeah. us. It's a both. Yeah, but I love even what you're saying is because what I'm hearing you saying, what we read in Scripture, I think, is that. On the one hand, we are called to obedience, but it's not like we can mess this up. Yeah. And that even when we are not living the way we should, not that, again, we're called to obedience, we're called to live in a way that would lift him up, but even in his discipline, it's still his grace to renew us and bring us back. Yes. So it's a it's a beautiful picture, because I think if you look at every other world religion, the discipline seems very harsh. And it can be come with consequences mm-hmm. in the Bible, but it, with God of the Bible, it's it's grace. Like yeah. it's a father disciplining his children. Mm-hmm. It's not a I'm going to hammer you and I hate you, but it's a I love you. And yeah, there, there may be some it may be some pain in there, mm-hmm. but I'm going to bring you back. That's a good a good point, and that's another another layer uh, of of truth and yeah. reality that we need to to add to this, and that is that that the Lord, it is a gracious thing to be disciplined by the Lord because it proves that we're His children. Right, yeah. So how would we put all that together? Mm. We, we would say, well, the Lord is committed to us by, mm. his, by his own sovereign grace and for the sake of His own name and His own mm. glory. But that doesn't mean that we just, you know, do whatever we want to do. Right, yeah. Because a part of that commitment yeah. is as His children, if we are the children of God, yeah. He will discipline us. Yeah. Without discipline, we, yeah. we can't prove ourselves to be his children. Yeah. And, and, or we're not proven to be his children. He proves us to be his children by disciplining us mm-hmm. and, and making us holy yeah. and working in our lives uh, according to his purpose. Yeah. And so it's, it's, it's all there together. Yeah. And because I, I think even what you're saying too it doesn't mean that we do what we want to do. Because he's just gonna, he loves us. He's gonna discipline us. But it, because that's kind of the theme of Romans six, right? You know, like, you know, where there's sin, grace abounds all the more. Does that mean that you keep on sinning so grace abounds all the more? No, no. You died to sin. How can you live in it any longer? That's right. But there's the understanding that his grace will cover when we sin, and and when and he will discipline us because he loves us. Uh, but it doesn't mean we do whatever we want. Right? That's right. You go, you go to Hebrews twelve as well, and yeah. re- read about. Read about God's uh, yeah. treating us as, as sons yeah. and disciplining us for His glory. But I, I do like too. You know, you mentioned this before the podcast that it is it is amazing to see God carrying His people, yeah. despite them. Yeah, it wasn't because of them. Mm-hmm. In fact, it was because I mean, it was despite who they were. Yeah, because the Lord says He's He's going to do this for His own namesake. Right. Yeah, and and He will not share His glory with yeah. another. We're going to get into that. Uh, this upcoming week, mm-hmm. um, you know, he he will not share his glory, yeah. and and he will he will honor his name, mm-hmm. and uh, the way he will do that yep. is by carrying his people. Grace, the grace of God, is the great display of God's mm-hmm. of God's sovereignty and glory. Yeah. That he takes people mm-hmm. um, who are very human, yeah. and flawed, 
Mm-hmm. And still, even even those of us who are Christians are yeah. still progressing in holiness. We're not, right. the, you know, we're not holy in in our character and behavior overnight. The Lord is committed to us as a father, and he'll he'll he will he will get mm-hmm. us where he wants us to be yeah. again, because he's committed to carrying his people. Yeah. And and so we are we the more we understand that. Uh, the more our minds are reshaped by what's true, mm-hmm. the more we are submitted to the Lord mm-hmm. in our own heart and attitude uh, to to progress in holiness and to be carried along mm-hmm. by Him toward that toward that yeah. uh, that great end. Yeah. Well, that that's helpful, and I I think we could maybe end our time here, and and maybe maybe a little question, just mm-hmm. kind of maybe you could expand on. You ended the sermon saying, "You know what? What's next? You know that." And you went back to the text. Mm-hmm. Listen and remember, and stand firm. And stand firm. Mm-hmm. Is there anything you want to add, like how, like how that looks, fleshes itself out? I mean, you talked on it a little bit, but is there anything you would add to, like how that looks to listen and remember and stand firm? Is there anything that you would add to that that you think about to encourage us as we think about, you know, mm-hmm. I, one thing that regularly comes to my mind. Mm-hmm. For myself and for the people that I'm that I interact with on a regular basis about these things is to is to um, ask the Lord to, to give us an understanding. This is a this is a total life thing. Yeah, this is an God is all in. Yeah, God is all in. Mm-hmm. He gave His Son. Yeah, He is all in, mm-hmm. and and to His purposes. Right. And and that and that's that's Isaiah forty six. I he will accomplish his purpose. I'm all he in. is yeah. all in. Yeah. And for the Christian, that means that when when we experience the grace of God, He pulls us all in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So listening, mm-hmm. remembering, uh, standing firm, yeah. uh, seeing all of life mm-hmm. as God working according to His purposes in us seeing all of history as God mm-hmm. carrying His church to where He wants Him to be, adding to His church day by day those who are calling upon the name of the Lord to be mm-hmm. saved, getting them all the way to glory. God is all in. His grace is calling us all in. Mm-hmm. And His purposes, all of them, will be fulfilled. Yeah. And we could—this is not a—you know, the thing I, I keep—I I want to keep reminding myself and say to people, that this is not some little piece of human history— that's a side note or yeah. you know, <laughs> this is what God is doing yeah. in history. Mm-hmm. He is saving a people for mm-hmm. himself. Yeah. And his by his grace he calls us into that work of his. Yeah. And it is a life consuming, eternity shaping, yeah. all in thing. Yeah. And uh, or or else the Bible doesn't make any sense. Yeah, yeah, right, exactly. And so that that's yeah. what I would say. I love you know. I mean, we'll end our time here, but he says in verse, you know, the very end, verse thirteen, I bring near my righteousness; it is not far off. Yeah, I immediately thought of Jesus. Mm-hmm. Like it's about to be so near, yep. you're gonna be able to touch me. That's it, brother. and that is all in. Jesus is all in. Yeah, which. <laughs> Man, I just, yeah, just amazing His grace. So mm-hmm. again, thank you for a wonderful sermon on Sunday. It was a great time to be, and I'm hoping that, you know, just encourage our congregation that they're having conversations around this mm-hmm. and talking about this. It's just, it's lifting my soul yeah. up. And Good. so encourage people to do that. But Good. we'll be back in Isaiah, I'm guessing, 47. 47, 48 this week. All right. Sounds Good. Yeah.